Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. The U.S. Supreme Court declines to stop transgender bathrooms in your child's public schools. The Supreme Court does ban nearly all abortions in one particular state. And there's a historic victory for Donald Trump in Iowa. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. <clears throat> Epic Times reports the United States Supreme Court has declined a case that would have sorted out whether transgender bathrooms can be forced upon public school children. You know, boys going into the girls' locker room? Well, this is an abomination, but it's legal in Indiana, where the Supreme Court declined to overrule a lower court ruling that had said you must let boys into the girls' bathrooms. Really? Several months ago, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Seventh Circuit affirmed a lower court injunction that last year allowed transgender students to use bathrooms that correspond to their claimed gender identity. So if a boy claims to be a girl, he can go into the girl's bathroom, even if the girls don't want him there. The decision not to get involved in this case by the U.S. Supreme Court means that there is still conflict and confusion among diverse pending lawsuits across the United States, not just in Indiana, but in other circuit courts, they've ruled this is bad, some circuit courts they've ruled this is good, and so there is disagreement in the lower courts. When will the US Supreme Court sort out the mess? Well, you can place the blame for now on Joe Biden. The American president and his administration are interpreting uh, an old education act of 1972 that affected Title IX for equal rights, and they are now confused when they apply this, they say, no, no, when the Congress in 1972 said you can't discriminate against women, which kind of makes sense and did back then, now they're interpreting it to say boys who pretend to be women, you can't discriminate against them because that's what Congress meant in 1972. Well, that's nonsense. Congress never imagined that transgenderism would become a fad like it is now and the Biden administration is purposely engendering or endangering your children and grandchildren in public schools with their reinterpretation of the old law. The Biden administration's directive has been challenged in lawsuits. In fact, they've threatened to take funding away from schools. The Obama administration sent a letter to all public schools, you must allow this and let boys compete in girls sports let boys go into girls' locker rooms. Well, the Biden administration has renewed the old Obama policy and they've been forced to backtrack a little bit, slightly, by unveiling a new proposed rule that would permit some 
sex-based restrictions in high school and college sports as long as the boys can still go into the bathrooms. Well, that's not a change at all. It's not good for kids at all. It violates the privacy and safety of women and little girls, maybe your little girl in public schools. And sadly, the Supreme Court in America, which is six to three conservative, they denied the writ of certiorari request. In other words, they won't hear the case for now. There is a particular case, a lawsuit it was the Metropolitan School District of Martinsville versus AC in an unsigned order back in January 16th. No justices affirmed or dissented. The Supreme Court did not explain its decision to not take the case, but to have heard the case, they would have required four out of the nine US Supreme Court justices to vote just to hear the argument. The case concerned uh, anonymized female, a girl who was born female, but now pretends to be a boy. And her initials are AC, and she's since graduated from John R. Wooden Middle School. Middle school, we're talking about 11 year olds to 14 year olds. Okay, that's in America. Uh, in Martinsville, Indiana, and that girl is now in high school pretending to be a boy and violating the privacy of 12 year olds to 18 year olds in high school. A lower court noted that this girl who pretends to be a boy began identifying at age of eight, pretending that she was a boy. That's when she began using masculine pronouns, he and him instead of she and her, starting to practice in boys' sports and also wearing a masculine haircut and masculine clothing. But a lack of linguistic clarity in the courts has surrounded and clouded the issue legally as concepts of sex and sexual identity or gender identity are now becoming confused in America. The, the political and scientific conscientious idea that Science hasn't decided this. Well, of course science decided this. A boy has boy parts and a girl has boy parts, but, but now they're lying about it and saying, no, no, it can be in your mind too. Despite the distinct meanings of the two terms, that is biological sex and biological identity, they're now confusing the forms that you fill out when you register for school. You can check any box and be any, any gender you wish to be and the school district has nothing to stop you. Parents are frustrated, even school administrators are frustrated because the Biden administration is pushing this on the school from Washington DC and your school district is in danger. The local school district had requested in Indiana wants the Supreme Court to accept its case so the court could resolve the square and untranched split between other federal courts, according to his petition. That's the news, according to epictimes.com. Listen, I haven't even given my opinion. I just read you the news story. I didn't write that story, but I do have an opinion about this, and my opinion tries to agree with the Word of God. And the Word of God not only condemns in the Old Testament, uh, you know, we read in Deuteronomy 23, that 
men should not put on women's clothing, women should not put on men's clothing, that's an abomination to the Lord. But now we have to ask ourselves about judgment. In the eyes of the courts, are they judging with righteous judgment or with immoral judgment? Are they judging according to outward appearance or according to reality? Well, Jesus had an opinion about this, right? Jesus told the judges in John 7, do not judge according to outward appearance, like if a boy pretends to be a girl or dresses like a girl, wears a girl's haircut, don't judge that way. But instead, judges, judge with righteous judgment. Speak the truth in love, and if a boy is a boy, let's just tell him he's a boy and let him deal with it. Let's pray about this, would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we pray in Jesus' name against the demonic confusion that is coming into our children to recruit them into sin, to violate little girls' privacy and safety, to force them to deal with boys in their private space. Father, we pray instead that our laws would be protective of their safety and privacy. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, the Supreme Court has a good decision banning nearly all abortions in the state of Idaho. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Dr. Chaps, do you want to get free news alerts faster than everybody else? Do you want to get invitations to private events to come meet me in person? Do you want to get a free religious freedom window decal? Pick up your phone, it's right there by your hand, and text this word, text the word PRAY to 24365. Text the word PRAY to 24365 and we'll sign you up. Then call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D to get a free Religious Freedom sticker. Call today. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I've been praying and teaching for years about the baptism in the Holy Spirit. How you can have the power of God right now for your prophetic or power gifts ministry. This new teaching goes through not just Acts chapter two, when the disciples received the power of God from on high and began speaking in other tongues. But we also teach on the gifts of the Holy Spirit and every instance we could find in church history of the gift of tongues. This product is brand new and available to you for a suggested donation of $30. Call us at 866-Obey-God to get yours today. Or you can find it on our website, PrayInJesusName.org Click on the online bookstore at the top of the page, PrayInJesusName.org, available for a suggested donation of $30. Or you can call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. I'm Dr. Chaps. We want you to sign a petition today to stand with Israel. They are under such attack with Arabs and Muslims killing Jews, but here is the Bible territory that God promised to the Israeli and Jewish people. Even in 1993, in the Oslo Accords, Yasser Arafat agreed, these are the current borders of Israel and it's their land. Let's sign that petition, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, PrayInJesusName.org, sign it today. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our next story comes from Reuters, who reports, the United States Supreme Court has issued a good ruling affirming the state law of Idaho, which bans nearly all abortions. U.S. Supreme Court last week Friday allowed Idaho to enforce its near total abortion ban in the medical emergency situations, 
while also agreeing to hear the fight between state officials and President Joe Biden's administration over the legality of a Republican state law banning most abortions. The justices granted a request by Idaho officials to temporarily lift a federal judge's block of a good state law, and now the law will be enforced, after the court concluded it must yield to federal law that ensures the patients can receive emergency stabilizing care. Well, of course, hospitals should admit women who are in trouble and, and, and bleeding or, or having some kind of emergency, stabilize them. But that does not mean killing their child. That's a totally different issue. So this case tees up another showdown over abortion access coming after the Supreme Court, which has a six to three decision that had uh, overturned Roe versus Wade. Uh, but arguments now in the Idaho case are expected in April, with a ruling to be announced at the end of June of this year, 2024, when Joe Biden himself uh, has been promoting abortion as federal policy and said the Supreme Court order to let Idaho enforce its abortion ban somehow denies women critical child-killing care, child care required by, well, he calls it health care, but he denies women the right to kill their child, which is required by federal law? No, I think he's confused on, on what federal law actually says. The justices in coming months also are scheduled to hear another major case on reproductive right to kill your child, involving the Biden administration's bid to preserve broad access to the abortion pill. Biden's pharmacy policy has been to allow abortion by mail, by mailing these little tiny abortion pills to women with maybe sometimes even without a proper prescription. Just kill the child willy-nilly, let people do it in their homes. But Idaho officials in November urged the justices to pause a U.S. district judge from August of 2022, their preliminary junction issued after a 1986 U.S. law called the Emergency Medical Treatment and Labor Act, which requires hospitals to stabilize patients with emergency medical conditions. Idaho's Republican Attorney General and top Republican state lawmakers told the Supreme Court in their court papers, arguing that the lower judge had permitted an ongoing violation of Idaho's sovereignty, its traditional police power over medical practice that Idaho does have an interest and a right to enforce their anti-child killing law. Idaho is among the first of Republican-led states where new abortion restrictions were introduced or took immediate effect after the Supreme Court had, back in 22, reversed the Roe versus Wade decision. For example, Idaho had previously, in announced a so-called trigger law. So as soon as the Supreme Court reversed Roe, the trigger was pulled, making the Idaho law now enforceable statewide. That law, known as the Defense of Life Act, bans all abortions except in instances in which an abortion is medically necessary to prevent the death of the mother. That's the only exception. 
And that's a good exception. The mother's life is of equal value to the baby's. So uh, in the, to prevent the death of the mother, there is moral ambiguity. But following Roe's demise, the US Department of Health and Human Services, HHS, under Biden's direction, issued federal guidance stating that Emergency Medical Treatment and Labor Act allows abortion in any case, even if the mother is just having a bad day or if she's emotionally upset, she can kill the child. No, that's not morally acceptable. There is no ambiguity there. The child's life takes precedence. That's the news, our thanks to Reuters for that report. When does life begin? God defined life as beginning even before the baby is in the womb. Not just at conception, even before conception. God spoke to Jeremiah in chapter one saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you to be a prophet to the nations. So if God knows the baby before they are in the womb, then conception and life begins when God thinks of the person, even before conception. And who are we to snuff out that child's life? We are not God. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll talk about a historic victory by Donald Trump in Iowa. My towels solve the problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wind dry you. That's why I made my towels. They actually work, they're soft and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The MyPillow guy. And you're looking good. Still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. MyPillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My Pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My Pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code, and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. Stay tuned for the end of our show to learn how to partner with this ministry. Here's Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our next story comes from the Des Moines Gazette. who reports a historic victory by Donald Trump in the Republican primary in the state of Iowa. 
It's January of 2024. And Trump's victory in Iowa was not just huge, as he would say, it was historic. It was the biggest Iowa caucus victory that anyone has ever seen. Trump's popularity among Iowa Republicans was on full display Monday night when the former president, Donald Trump, who was seeking to return to the White House, won the state's presidential precinct primary caucuses by a historic margin. With all 100% of the Iowa state's 99 counties having reported late Monday evening, Trump carried 98 of the 99 counties. He secured 51% of Iowa Republican support and he even beat Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who took second place with 21%. Nikki Haley finished third with maybe 18%, but it was the largest ever contested caucuses in Iowa, largest margin of victory, dating back to the 1970s when it all started. Prior to that victory, the largest previous victory uh, was by any caucus winner who was not an incumbent president was just 12 points. But Trump won by, you know, almost 30. Back in 1988, the margin of victory was 12 points when Bob Dole beat Pat Robertson in 88. But even that was pretty close. This one, Trump's victory this year was by a wide margin. He took the stage around 10 p.m. that night and thanked his Iowa Republican caucus participants. He thanked his family. He thanked the Iowa public officials who had supported him and his fellow candidates. He had kind words to say about Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Vivek Ramaswamy. And he turned his remarks to the current Democrat President Joe Biden and celebrated his historic victory margin. Republican Party of Iowa had a big turnout. Uh, the turnout was roughly 100,000 people showed up to caucuses. I've been there. I've driven through Iowa campaigning with my friend Alan Keyes when he ran for president. I've been to most of those counties. They met in the little pizza parlors where all of the people were there. And it was cold at this time. Despite the historic low temperatures on Iowa caucus night, wind chills in the range of minus 30 degrees is what it felt like because of the wind. But people came out anyway in great support of Donald Trump and it starts the national presidential nominating process. Now, the New Hampshire primary is this week. You'll probably know the results of that by the time you see this report, where Trump has a current lead over Nikki Haley, the only remaining candidate uh, in the race that is polling with any margin. Real clear politics has Trump winning by nearly 14 percentage points on January 23rd. In New Hampshire, Trump over Nikki Haley. And that's the news. Our thanks to the Des Moines Gazette for that report. To be clear, we do not endorse or oppose presidential candidates or other candidates for public office on this report but we are showing you the polling data and we are asking you, the viewing audience, to do two things. Pray for those in authority, but also exercise your right to vote. It is so important that you obey the Bible 
which commands us in Deuteronomy 1. The Bible says, choose wise, understanding, and knowledgeable men from among your tribes, and I will make them heads over you. So God does anoint the leaders, but we are to choose the leaders, and there's Bible precedent for doing that. Let's pray, would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we pray for the American people as sovereign and the people of any country that have elections, that the voters are sovereign over the candidates. And we pray that they make wise and judicious decisions to vote for godly men and women and reject ungodly men and women. We pray this in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break and I'll have a word to conclude the show. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Today we are remembering to pray for and commemorate our 45th president, Donald J. Trump, who was, in our generation, perhaps the most pro-life, pro-family, pro-Israel, and pro-America president of our time. To remember him and honor him, we've issued these brand new golden commemorative coins. They have Donald Trump right in the cover and it says, in God we trust, to remind you to pray for our 45th president. For a suggested donation of $45 to our ministry, we'll remember and send you this 45th president coin. And not just that, we're gonna throw in a copy of my book, How to Liberate the World with the Christian Activist DVD. So you get all three. You have a coin to remember to pray and then to learn how to be an effective Christian activist. You get the book and the DVD and then to show the world your Christian faith, we're gonna add this window decal. It says, I pray for religious freedom. So you can remember to pray, learn, and show the world that you stand with us at Pray In Jesus Name. Please donate today when you visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the bookstore button at the top and you see all four items for a suggested donation of $45. Or call us right now at 866-Obey-God Get yours today. The Bible says this in James 1, that pure religion before God and the Father is to visit orphans and widows in their trouble. You know, we have been sponsoring up to 259 orphans and children in one of the poorest states in India for many years. But now there is a famine of biblical proportions happening because of the unemployment there. We are sponsoring people who otherwise cannot feed themselves. We've given over $10,000 to feed up to 100,000 meals to the poorest of poor in one of the poorest states in the world. We need your support. We need your financial contributions. Can you help us? There's somebody out there watching who could give $1,000 or even $10,000 toward a matching gift for what we have already provided. Please donate today. Prayinjesusname.org is our website or you can call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please help us feed the poor today. He is the intersection of church and state. Here is Dr. Chaps. Thank you for watching, and this is a viewer-sponsored television broadcast. We need your donations, large or small. When you visit PrayInJesusName.org, there is a recurring monthly pledge button on the right side, look for that. For as little as a dollar a month, you can set it and forget it, become a regular sponsor of the show. Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to give today. The Bible says in Proverbs 11, there's one who scatters yet increases more. There's another one who withholds more than is right, but that leads to poverty. 
The generous soul will be made rich, but he who waters others will be watered himself. Isn't it funny how hoarding leads to poverty, but generosity leads to great wealth? Please give today. If you need prayer or to give by telephone, call us at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.